Well, here's my thoughts on on Russia. I think it it makes uh, total sense that they would be thinking of or on the cusp of backing the ruble with gold. Well, hello there, my friends. Chris Marcus here with you for Arcadia Economics. Quick look at the silver chart Friday morning before we get back to Bill's call. You can see had quite a spike up, then got tamped down pretty hard, but turning back up there, different than what we've seen over the last decade most of the time. So anyway, fortunately, Bill's going to talk quite a bit more about that. And also I'd like to thank Sierra Madre Gold and Silver for bringing us today's episode of the show. You've seen Alex Langer at Silverfest and also on the show talking about the supply side of silver and some of the projects they're involved with. And I'd encourage you to take a look, see if that might be a fit for what you're doing. Um, But with that said, let's get to the call with Bill now. Chris Marcus here with you for Arcadia Economics on Friday, March 4th, 2022. Certainly an accent-filled time in the world, a lot going on just about everywhere. Certainly the silver market where silver spiked about 50 cents earlier and then came back in uh, as of this recording mid-morning. It's up about 40 cents now. Not much action in the silver miners. Uh, but like I said, plenty of action in the world, uh, especially with Russia, Ukraine, uh, Joe Biden, all sorts of other things. And joining me once again, trying to make some sense out of this, is Bill Holter of JS Mindset, which can be found at jsmindset.com. So, Bill, I uh, appreciate you checking in. Hope you're doing well out there today. And how's, how's everything going with you so far? All good, Chris. Thanks. Well. I guess just to dig right into it, we see some movement in the silver price. I've seen rumors. To be clear, you know, I know some people say, why would anyone mention a rumor? Well, I also did work on a trading floor and the way a lot of these things happen. You know, usually they don't give you official notice until after it's already occurred. And I don't even know what official notice would consist of these days, given what we're finding out about the mainstream media. But factoring that in i've heard rumors that there's one site reporting that they were suggesting it was almost a bit of a done deal that not that putin and russia are thinking about going to a gold standard but that they're you know crossing the t's and dotting the lowercase i's and j's i don't know specifically if that's why silver is up 40 cents although at least when I saw a report of that, it made me more likely to want to buy silver rather than sell. So, Bill, why don't you share any thoughts uh, you have, anything you're seeing, or that people should be well-served to be aware of? Well, here's my thoughts on on Russia. I think it, it makes uh, total sense that they would be thinking of or on the cusp of backing the ruble with gold. Um Putin is not a dumb guy, and he does understand that fiat currency's uh, Achilles heel is gold. And if you take a step back, I I posted the the speech that he did prior to uh, the invasion. I think it was about a week ago. Um, And I encourage everybody to read the entire speech. It'll take you 10 or 15 minutes to read it. But it was 
packed with logic. Um, he started off by basically saying that the West is an empire of lies. And I think everybody listening to this probably understands that that's true. Uh, so if you read that, you'll, you'll understand uh, the reasoning, you know, NATO's expansion all along his borders. Um, one of the interesting things that he said was that uh, they were, they were going to go into Ukraine and clean it up. When I say clean it up, the gist basically was uh, clean up the, the corruption. Uh, that's been obviously the money laundering uh, center, if you will, for the West. I mean, just look at look at all the the uh, offspring of big names here in the U.S. that have jobs in Ukraine. I mean, you've got John Kerry, uh, Biden, Pelosi, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Mitch, Mitch uh, uh, Romney. No, 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 Romney. Um, the, the point being, he has said that he's going to clean it up and go basically the route of war crimes, if you will. Uh, so that's why no matter what source, official source you, you listen to, you are going to hear Ukraine bad. I mean, I'm sorry, Ukraine good, Russia bad. And I mean, I would just ask if Russia had put missiles along the Canadian border or along the Mexican border in reverse, what would our response be? So I think, you know, he was pretty much forced into doing this because he was, uh, Russia was told back in 1998 that they wouldn't, that NATO would not expand one inch toward Russia. And if you look at a map, I mean, I think it's it's probably 11 or 12 countries now that that have have joined NATO or have ties to NATO, and they're all along the Russian border. So that's that's the why behind it. Um, and like I said, it just makes sense. He's been accumulating gold for all these years, and it will not shock me if if that were announced. It wouldn't shock me if China did the same thing. And that would pretty much be the end of the Western fiat currencies. They'd have no way to compete. And it would, no, until, it would blow the shackles off of the suppression scheme on gold and silver. Yeah, and Bill, uh, another active morning out of the U.S. State Department, because they were threatening China – in the midst of Joe Biden saying that he's got inflation under control, which I'm not exactly sure how he's going to do that. Although before we get back to how this ties to the metals, feel free to pass on this one if you want. I know it's a sensitive topic, although you alluded to it. And I'll be the first to admit that, you know, until a week or two ago, I, I still I don't know if I could find Ukraine on a map. I'm sure it's on there somewhere. I'm not claiming to be an expert, although I think, my background in trading floor, learning to research situations, separate fact from fiction, by all means, not perfect. But as I've tried to catch up to speed here, I'll put it like this. The two main schools of thought I've heard are, A, the, you know, what you hear in the Western media and out of Joe Biden that Putin's crazy, he's just going to suppress 
bunch of innocent people against his will, and Joe Biden really loves the planet and is going to save us and stop the bad guy. Now, given my understanding of a lot of things, that seems incredibly difficult to believe. The other side of the story I've heard is that just in the same way we have a lot of people getting caught doing some horrific things, uh, I've not seen what was on Hunter Biden's laptop. I've heard it's not ideal, and there's a lot of people suggesting that basically the same type of things that Pelosi and all these other people that, you know, launch a COVID, that, you know, suppress the metals and do a bunch of horrific things that I think are beyond what anyone really had any idea doing. I hear there are a lot of people saying that Hunter Biden's been doing some really dirty stuff in Ukraine, that there are bio labs there that are being destroyed. Uh, I will leave aside today. I, I guess I can't say anything for sure. Option B sounds a lot more plausible to me than option A, based on what I've seen so far. I will keep an open mind and factor in any new information as it comes up. But to the degree, I think there's a lot of the planet that is only hearing side A of the story. Yet, to be clear, I can't 100% say side B of the story is true. But in the case that it is, that sure changes the perspective of a lot of what's going on here. And curious if you have any thought on that. And again, if you care to leave it aside, no, no problem. But if you do have any comment there, I'd be curious to hear it. Um, yeah, I would just go back and, and reiterate, you should read Putin's entire speech. Read the speech, and that's, that's side B. Um, and it, it tells me that basically the West is going to have to kick the table over because there's, they cannot allow that type of information to come out. And this, I mean, that's the danger. That's the scary thing is that the, the West kicks the table over. And when I say kick the table over, I mean, anything and everything and anything is possible. I, I, I completely agree, Bill. And that's why there's, there's been a couple times in the last few weeks where I, you know, was doing an episode of the show. One of them was with you. Uh, and then last Sunday night when I heard that nuclear alerts had been raised in Russia where that, I, I I mean, I'm okay, but I, I don't. I didn't want to hide the emotion I'm feeling. It, it's scary to see what is happening in the world, especially because, again, if scenario B is correct, and then you look at the way this situation is set up, well, even aside from who's correct, you have two people, two sides that are digging their heels in pretty sturdy now, and especially if what you were suggesting, what I think is likely to be true is correct, that's a tough one for uh, Biden and the deep state to walk away from, especially, you know, we're not at the starting point anymore. The sanctions have already been issued. The ruble's already been affected. Things have already blown up. So it's not like they're just talking anymore. They've already taken out the weapons and hurt each other. And, and Chris, we're at the, we're at the end when it comes to the financial system. I mean, we are mathematically at the end of the Ponzi scheme, the, the fiat Ponzi scheme. So, I mean, from a timing standpoint, uh, this is, I mean, you could see the entire financial system lock up. Well, it's interesting you said you could see that. 
And again, uh, we mentioned how there well, was Well, I, I think you will see that. Mathematically, you will see that. I mean, it's like, the financial system is going to lock up. I mean, is there uh, – there's always what we can't imagine or can't foresee, but, I mean, can you think of any other outcome at this point? I mean, I know we've, we've been talking about this for years, and even last year or two years ago, it was like, well, how is the silver thing going to end up? You know, we don't know when, but you can see where it's headed. Similarly, with this situation now and how that has to unfold economically, is, is there any other scenario that you can conceive of outside of a move to gold and silver in some form? Or maybe we don't need to be that specific, but is there any other potential realistic outcome on the board right now? Uh, I think all all uh, monetary roads at this point are leading to gold and silver. The thing is this the, the Ponzi system of the West. I mean everything you just look around, everything that you you see, everything you hear, everything's a lie. And the lies had to get bigger and bigger to cover past lies and they got bigger and bigger to cover those lies, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where we are now is that this is this is the end it's the end of the lies it's you know truth is going to come forth and the the truth is that the financial system is it's standing on quicksand there is no foundation yeah bill that's the other thing that's just been mind-boggling because again i understand it's a sensitive topic and people are going to feel the way they do and i do my best to accept that because it's, you know, a lot of people in the U.S. were born and being told our entire lives anyone in Russia is a bad guy, which really is the epitome of racism, the way the government handled that thing throughout the years amongst a whole bunch of other racist activities, uh, you know. But that aside, you know, forget, you know, who you think is right or who you think is justified or, or, or all of that. I mean, U.S. They're sanctioning well, Chris, Russia when they're they're on a tin house of cards economy as it is. It Chris, let me again, put it this way. Yep. Let me put it this way. If everything that you you see and hear on mainstream media is a lie, and they're siding with Ukraine, that's all you hear is we're with Ukraine. I'm with Ukraine. Ukraine good. Russia bad. If everything that you see and hear coming out of mainstream media, coming out of high tech, et cetera, et cetera, if it's all a lie, why would – what's what's the difference with this? Why why would this be true all of a sudden? I mean, all the I people that you. told you about COVID, all the – you name it. I mean, time after time after time, lie after lie after lie. If if you've been lied to all along, why are they now telling you the truth? And I've said I think it's extremely easy. It was hard at one point to decipher between what's right and what's wrong. But at this point, all you have to do is listen to the side that mainstream media is on, and you know that's the wrong side. Yeah, that's a, it's a pretty darn good indicator. And... I mean, taking sides and nationality out of it, at least to me, actually I'll say something that maybe 
upsetting to some people. I'll, I'll try and phrase it the right way. But as someone, I mean, I don't know if I still count as an American now that I've left the country for the second time, but someone who grew up in America, you know, and, you know, now we're past anything that I've even read about during the Cold War, where now nuclear alerts have been raised and it doesn't look like it's getting any better. As an American, I'm feeling like my best personal or for the best of, of the country of Americans, like the best thing that could happen is like I'm hoping that it's scenario B and that at least Putin, someone who's saying, hey, there's a lot of dirty stuff going on here. And he's cleaning it up. And that would actually help me to sleep a little easier at night. And I get it. Some people are going to say, oh, this guy's fighting with the Russians or whatever. And if somebody doesn't you know You just want the that, truth to come out. You just want the truth to come out. That's what you're trying to say. The real truth. Yeah, and that and then on top of it, I mean, I, I guess I don't I think that's the case. I don't know. I, I would, but I mean, if I had just if I said someone said, hey, you got to take your all your silver and bet on who you think strategically can win in some sort of battle between Biden and Putin. I mean, Biden, you know, we'll leave aside. I mean, the, the guy is what he is. Whereas Putin, you know, certainly I don't, by all means, if you tell me like he's done a lot of horrific stuff too, or any government, sure, I, I guess that's possible. Yet just to the degree of who seems like they're more prepared for this, Biden, it seems like these guys are, are willing to slash and burn anything in their path to live another day, where Putin seems like they're a lot more prepared. They have gold, they have oil, and on top of it, they knew exactly what the threats from the West were before, you know, everyone, remember, two, three weeks ago, everyone was lined up at the border, and they're saying, if you do this, I'll do that. If you do this, I'll do that. So it was pretty clear. It wasn't a surprise. It wasn't like when uh, Bush, uh, the older Bush, uh, actually said to Saddam Hussein, yeah, you can go invade uh, Kuwait, and we'll leave you alone, and then change his mind after they did it. I mean, well, Chris, they've had, they've had over 20 years to prepare for this. I mean, they've they've prepared for this since 1998, since when they were told that NATO would not expand one inch toward the Russian border, and it went mile by mile by mile. So, I mean, this is their the Soviet Union was basically destroyed financially by the West, and they haven't forgotten. And they understand hard currency. That's why they've they've built the gold reserves. Um, but they have had 20 years plus to prepare for this. And don't think seeing our exit from Afghanistan did not play a part in this. I mean, I mean that was an embarrassment. Other... That was an embarrassment. Yeah, that... And while you were uh, while you were talking. My thought was, I feel I, I feel shame at this point for what our government's done. I mean, I love my country. You should love your country, and be skeptical of your government. And I'm, I am skeptical of the government. They've, you know, they've done some some really bad things. Yeah, I think that's well put because it's not like I'm trying to do anything other than yes, I'm embarrassed that these people call themselves Americans and, and, and do these sort of things. Um, 
And, uh, Bill, something I'm guessing you're probably very well familiar with, you were talking about how Russia, the people running Russia, have a better understanding of metals. I mean, here we can't even get Ross. Be- Ross Benham seems to understand metals just fine because what they won't acknowledge is that they tamped down the price. Again, Ross Benham, member of the plunge protection team. So that means Janet Yellen was in on it. The Fed was in on it. And that, so that man that made an even more vile, disgusting, pathetic joke of himself, Gary Gensler, on John Stewart's show last night. Oh, my God. I, I cannot imagine how these people can look in the mirror or look at their children when they go to sleep at night. But, you know, while the U.S. refuses to acknowledge or even answer questions when they get caught, uh, I remember hearing a couple of times uh, that uh, Russia was was looking into the work of GATA with Chris Powell and Bill Murphy as early as 2004. So while the West, you know, says, oh, silver, you know, it's a uh, shiny rock, you know, no use. I know for a fact, up- Chris, I know for a fact that uh, Russia had sent uh, people to look at GATA's work. I met uh, Andrei Baikov in 2011 in London, uh, and he was he was sent by Russia to basically hear what Gada had to say. So they they understand. And, and, Chris. and what what was his and what what was his takeaway? Was he saying they sound like a bunch of conspiracy theorists, or was it sound like they actually understood quite clearly what Ross Benham refuses to admit that he got caught admitting? Well, they, Chris, they fully understand hard currency. Um, if you go back to what was it, 1990, 91, when the Soviet Union broke up, I called that uh, about six months ahead of time. I said the Soviet Union's going to collapse, and the key or the clue was that they were selling. There was there was czar gold turning up all over the world. In other words, it was pre 1917 gold with the czar's stamp on it was only like 89 fine but it was showing up all over the world and once once that started to happen you had to know that they were at the bottom of the barrel as far as hard currency so what i'm saying is they fully understand the difference between fiat and gold and they understand the uh the achilles heel to the fiats and the achilles heel or the kryptonite or whatever you want to call it is gold because it is 180 degrees uh, direct competitor with the dollar. They understand that gold and silver have no liability and that dollars and euros and yen and you name it that are issued by uh, governments, they are the liability of that country. I hear you, Bill. And, uh, uh, we'll do a couple quick ones here because you would not believe the things that pop up on my phone as we're talking here. Zerohead says BBC. Um, let me pull that back up. BBC pulls all reporters from Russia after Moscow criminalizes disinformation. I don't know what they're so scared about unless they're lying, right? That, that fair, Bill? Uh, well, I mean, you got you've got that here too. I mean, everybody says that. Anything that disagrees with what I say is disinformation. Actually, maybe that would – go ahead. I was just going to say, the the world has has gotten to the point where uh, 
I mean, look at COVID. You couldn't even debate COVID. You, the science was the science. And I mean, it's all bullshit. It's, it's, it's silencing people on whatever the narrative is so that no one can question the narrative. People are afraid to question the narrative. And it's just, it's 180 degrees different from when, you know, when I grew up in the 60s and 70s. Wow, you're on for the 60s. How cool. Uh, sorry, I got it. Yeah, I didn't get to live through the well, depression, Chris. <laughs> um, Bill, uh, fair enough. Although, here's another one. Uh, I think interesting. Melinda Gates trashes Bill saying Jeffrey Epstein gave her nightmares. She had made some other comment, or it was reported that she made some other similar comment uh, yesterday. And again, seems. It's an inter interesting situation. I know some people say, hey, if people are out there really doing things, you know, why is everyone sitting around watching? And I heard someone suggest today that, you know, if there are some people in power in the military, they're letting everyone decide clearly whose side they're on. You know, do people support Joe Biden? Do they, you know, and just interesting hearing Melinda Gates now talk about Bill Gates. A lot of these things coming out, um, just a lot happening quickly that sure is reminiscent of the type of behavior when people are getting caught and our rats are fleeing the ship and running scared. Well, Chris, let me leave you with this. My hope is that truth comes out, and my belief is when truth comes out, it's going to be so horrific that the vast majority of people will have their heads exploded. When I say vast majority, I'm talking 95% of people out there are going to be shocked at what the, the truth of the world is that we've been living in. How dirty, how corrupt, how ugly. Bill, I've been doing this for 12, 13 years, whatever it is now, and I'm even with all I've been braced for already, I'm maybe I'm in the 95% on that one. Before we let you run, uh, one last quick question. I did see a couple of notes of uh, premiums on silver jumping. You know, I mean, they've been moving up pretty consistently, but I heard uh, it was Canadian silver maples had jumped again today. I know you're uh, somewhat involved on that side. Anything you can share there in terms of silver, the premiums availability, or anything that you've heard on that? Yeah, the premiums have jumped on the Canadian products because you've got Canadians uh, really wanting to get their money out of banks. I mean, and the mindset is I want my money out and I want it out today. So, yeah. yes, the premiums on, on uh, Canadian products have, have gone up. Um, junk silver is extremely scarce, and the premiums just went up another, I think, 35 or 40 cents today. So um, it is tight out there. And, uh, you know, I've said all along, I think, I think this will end up being – uh, kind of a over the weekend type of thing where you go to bed on Friday thinking one thing and then Monday morning it's a whole new world and that whole new world is more than likely going to include the unavailability of moving capital into metal meaning yeah, I think it's just going to be wiped out inventory will be wiped out and, and shut down well, you, you just answered my follow-up question. How far are we from the day where, you, you know, you call one of these silver dealers and say, I want this, and it's like, well, I, I can't do it. Sounds like we 
We're, I think we're clear. close. Sounds like we're we're not we're not there yet. Although I know a lot of product. I mean, if you call Schechtman, you're not getting your choice of like, well, I want you know 100 of these, 200 of those. Is, is that correct? Well, I mean, right. That's, that's correct. To, well, sure appreciate that, Bill. Uh, you know, I've been learning the last couple of years. It's not always easy to stand up and speak the truth on some of these issues, whether it's the censorship or. You know, it's it's quite a balancing act because you know I have my feelings on the these Pfizer treatments and you you know and there's the welcome the to the party, pal. Of it. But you welcome know, to the party, to pal. The I've been shouted down for years. Well, that's one of the reasons I really have a lot of respect for you. It's uh, certainly been a pleasure getting to know you, especially in this past year and. Get out there, try and get some sun, enjoy the day. I guess I'll do the same, take a break from looking at all this stuff. But thanks as always. And uh, you can find Bill at jsmindset.com uh, with Jim Sinclair. And um, thanks again for checking in, Bill. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Chris.